In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The story of Jacob's ladder is not new to some people. It is not one of those hidden stories in the Old Testament. This story about his dream stands on its own as one of the more well-known stories in Scripture. God transmits to him the ancestral promises, fulfilling the expressed wish of Jacob's father. Jacob's dream reflects an actual world that can be touched and built upon. God also transforms an ordinary stone that Jacob lay his head on when he went to sleep, and he slept in an ordinary place. The place where he slept was in Bethel. Bethel is an ancient city north of Jerusalem. It was also called Luz during ancient times. And it was a place where the Hebrew people met with God. There were many encounters with God by the people during that time. Jacob, therefore, had many encounters. He had encounters with the people. He had encounters with God, and so did they. Their encounters, they would talk about in conversation as they visited one another in villages that were perhaps closer to one another. And we have villages today, but they are called neighborhoods. And even though our neighborhoods sometimes are close to one another, we somehow stay contained where we are. Now, if we are talking with people who know us and understand us, we, as postmodern Christians, may decide to withhold these encounters that are considered to be divine. But in the Christian era, during the early days, this is what they shared. Today, we share, but perhaps in a different way, and there is nothing wrong with that. Jacob's encounter transformed him. It transformed him not only believing, but it changed his perspective in life and living. It all came to him in a dream as he slept. We all dream at one point or another during our lives, and what I find interesting about this encounter with God is that it was viewed as a holy encounter a divine connection with one greater than himself, and our encounters are divine as well. It's almost an individual story, but we all have one. And being within the mystery of God's presence and understanding, the love surrounds one and all in the midst of the divine. Jacob, we are told in Genesis, we're told this. He had a dream in which he saw a stairway, a ladder resting on the earth, with its top 
reaching to heaven, and the angels of God were ascending and descending on it. These angels, who were in human form, were not talking to one another in Jacob's dream, but they were present. And as Jacob looked to the heavens, he felt a divine connection in which God spoke to him. And he said, I am the Lord, the God of your father, Abraham, and the God of Isaac. Fifteen years ago, I had a dream which was similar, not like Jacob's dream. I'm not saying that. But I had a dream that began to transform me from one place of which I was in to another. I was serving here in the community at St. Philip. I was ordained here and had compiled five years of service. And I began to understand that living in community called for me to give more of myself as God intended. And keeping this in mind, I too had a dream it was not like Jacob's in terms of content. It was with a family member, two family members. And because of that, for me, it was a divine connection. And because they both are deceased, I believe that it was from heaven. We embrace our work when we love what we do especially when we are responding to the call upon our lives. And we each have one, and we each are trying to connect, especially with the divine. This staircase in my dream, people were ascending and descending. And as they were doing so, I recognized each one of them. There were some new faces. But most of them I recognized because I had worked with them. I mean work, like going to work, before I was ordained. And with those who were strangers to me and those I knew, they were all ascending and descending. I imagine within that group, they were all angels. They were human. All of them were alive when this happened. And because of this, I moved into the dream in my sleep because it seemed as if I was observing before. I ascended, and when I got to the next level in this dream, I looked to my left, and there was my mother, who was very sick before she died, and my Aunt Rosa. The two were standing there welcoming me and they were church women, meaning that they served God. My Aunt Rosa, who lived in Washington, Georgia, was the church treasurer. And I say that only because she didn't play. But she loved God, and so did my mother. My mother was married to a minister, my father. I looked at them, and it was a divine presence from God for me. That was 15 years ago. 
And to this day, I still draw from that dream. I draw from that dream when I find myself depending upon myself, me, myself, and I, to do what I need. And then an intervention comes from the divine through the love of God, through others, and I check myself as best as I can. I try to improve or to change. And I think if we are honest with ourselves, we are all seeking a divine presence. We have a divine presence that is available to us. You all know that. You may not tell anyone, and that's fine, because you're looking at a relationship that is holy. We come together either virtually or in place, and that time will come again. It will come again. Do not become faint. We will worship together again. And when we come back face to face within community where we see one another, trust and believe. Trust and believe in the presence of God. Trust and believe in the love within that has been given to you by others. When it comes to the benefits of God, there are no parameters. God is everywhere, literally. When I think about the 193 countries that are on this earth, and of course we are aware of the heavens and the stars that are in the heavens, and I saw a headline the other day, not a major headline, but an attention grabber that was in a newspaper that has a good reputation. And it read, the possibility of another earth has been found. And I left it at that. I didn't want to delve into it. But we often hear we are not alone. And I believe that. You believe that. And we are called into action to do what Jacob did. You know the story of Jacob's ladder. We have shared a, a part of it today. So as you go from this time forth, think in terms of the presence of the holy, the presence of the divine. Think of when you look in your children's faces. And even if they are adults, you will see the presence of God. You may not understand it, but when they perhaps are following through on what they have learned in your home where you brought them up, or if it looks like they're doing something that you see yourself doing, that's the presence of God. That's the presence of God. And if it's not all good, that's fine too. Because we come to God authentically. We come in a way that we are accepted. We don't have to pass any test. We don't have to buy anything. All that we have to do from the perspective of loving God and accepting God in our hearts is to follow through on what we've been called to do. Jacob did it. He lived a long time ago. And there are new Jacobs all around. You may be one of them. Remember, 
You are called and you are loved by God unconditionally, always. Amen.